And in this corner, nerds! And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. I will accept confidently sounded episode numbers and issue numbers as actual evidence. But I want to hear about your other shitty characters. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to the Debate This Podcast, where everything is made up, but someone is definitely wrong. This week's episode, Could Dr. Robotnik Be a Legitimate Investment? Matt, Todd, and Andrew Henderson weigh in. Uh, first up, we have Matt, the Nor'easter Cole, um, arguing for Dr. Robotnik's drill tank. Andrew, Andrew Hong Kong Henderson will be discussing the Mean Bean Machine, and Todd the Mound Thomas will will talk about Metal Sonic. We're going to open things up with the Nor'easter, Matt. So the drill tank. In late November of 92, the world was introduced to the one and only, the magical, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And at the end of the first stage stood the most valuable Eggman machine, the best robotic invention to ever grace the Sonic lands, the Egg Mobile D. Known to you simpletons as the drill tank. It is a machine so valuable that it was revamped and used again in the same game five levels later. And then was used again in Sonic Advanced. And then again in the comic book series. And then was revamped again to become the Egomatic Tunnelizer and Town Terrorizer. A four-wheel drive autonomous easy to operate tool of Wacky Racers aesthetic. The Eggman Mobile D is a force to be reckoned with. And while it might be easily defeated by Sonic the Hedgehog, it is hands down one of the most useful and realistic of all of Robotnik's inventions and is, thus forth, the best. A solid opening arg- argument from the Nor'easter. We're going to kick it over to Andrew Hong Kong Henderson. Andrew? Hey guys, I'm here to talk about the Mean Bean Machine. Uh, Yes, that's right. Otherwise known as Puyo Puyo Pop uh, to the the Japanese markets. The summer of 94, our world was introduced to the Mean Bean Machine, a device capable of turning an entire population of bean people into robots. Um, Oddly specific, but uh, very, very successful in its intentional uh, design. However, there was one crucial, very, very crucial design flaw. Um, anyone who's played the game knows that the challenge with the automated sorter feature, where it was somehow unable to recognize multiple bean men of the same color when they were grouped together, um, this allowed in a similar, in a taking down the Death Star-esque approach, allowed to the denizens of Beanville to uh, destroy uh, the mean bean machine beyond recognition. So I'm going to talk a little bit today about how if we can re- it re-engineer this technology, we can really create some uh, some some good products out there for our world today. That sounds sounds a little lofty there, uh, Andrew. That's what I bring to the table. <laughs> let's let's see what Todd the Mound Thomas has to say. The Mound. I want to go on record before this goes anywhere. I did not choose that nickname, but I accept <laughs> it because it'll make my victory that much sweeter. Yeah. Um, I'm here arguing about the Metal Sonic, created as the mirror image and evolutionary superior to Sonic the Hedgehog. Metal Sonic debuted back in 1993 on Sonic CD as Dr. Robotnik's ultimate invention to stop Sonic. 
sent back in time to help Dr. Robotnik create an alternate timeline where he is in control of the future. Metal Sonic has not only been Robotnik's greatest creation, but is also one of his longest-running ones. Ever upgrading, ever complicated, Metal Sonic boosting a nine total appearances in Sonic games stands apart from any other Robotnik creation as he literally withstands the test of time. The test of time is a pretty tough test. Um... <laughs> it's not It's not open book. <laughs> Actually, it is open book. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh those are those are some great opening arguments guys let's um let's hear back from matt matt why why would you invest money in the drill tank why would you sink your hard-earned american dollars or or rings into the drill tank (laughs) rings aren't currency is that is that legal american currency (laughs) it better be because i certainly don't have any hard-earned american dollars to invest in anything (laughs) That's the exchange from from rings to Bitcoin at this point. So the the drill tank. Let's let's talk utility here for a second, gentlemen. I hate to point out the obvious, but the drill tank can dig tunnels. And if there's one thing this world needs more of, it's tunnels. All right. The applications are absolutely endless for this, be it construction, be it pipeline building, be it excavation, be it mining. The drill tank can build tunnels and that is important. It is important because it doesn't even need to be manned to build those tunnels. The drill tank can be completely autonomous, has active autopilot in all forms of off-road and four-wheel drive. So we want to dig down to the Earth's core, but we can't send somebody down there because they'll sweat it out a little too much and probably burn up and die. That's okay. We send the drill tank. And if it gets too hot for the drill tank, it can just shoot the drill off the front of it and it'll do all the digging itself. Um, what? What do you want? I just, what I do you just want? have a question. I have a question for the audience. This is I, the participation portion. I, I ask you to please hold all your comments for the rebuttals portion of the uh, the debate. Please continue. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you. Listen, it can be combined with Eggman's helicopter for easy evacuation. The pilot of the drill tank can literally just be picked up by a helicopter and take the whole cockpit with them. And just leave the chassis. So if this thing gets into trouble, if we hit a bad patch, if we're excavating somewhere, we shouldn't be excavating. We just send in a helicopter, we pick the dude up, easy evac. Nobody gets hurt. It's great. Best part, this thing is literally just a dune buggy with a power drill attached to the front of it. Anybody can drive this thing. We need no special skills. We need no special training. If you can go forward, backward, and press the on button, you are good to drive the drill tank. So this thing is useful. It can be piloted by anybody it's safe. I don't know what there is to miss. Of course, I would invest in the drill tank. Clearly the most worthwhile invention. I rest my case. This is a question I will be posing to everyone. Um, how do you propose you would get around the drill tank's obvious weakness to hedgehogs? Uh, I would like to point out that in our world, hedgehogs are very, very small and can be very, very easily run over with large tires. They in the real in the real world they just don't gotta go fast. So now what what happens if I jump on top of the drill tank? Does it still light up and and eventually explode? And 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 to add on to that, have we thought about putting a large piece of metal over the top vulnerable piece of the drill tank? Guys, guys, hold all these <laughs> for for your rebuttals. 
Uh, we're going to move on. Andrew, Hong Kong Henderson, tell me about the Mean Bean Machine. Let's talk Mean Bean Machine, boys. This motherfucker is awesome. So the idea behind the lore, that's right, we're going to talk lore. I actually brought up scans of the original instruction manual from 1994's classic Mean Bean Machine. Those will do really well on this audio podcast. Thanks, Matt. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) the lore behind Mean Bean Machine is that Dr. Robotnik uh, invades the town of Beanville, which the other episode hasn't been released, um, but this will be two of two episodes where I'm talking about (laughs) magical bean land. (laughs) We're having having a recurring theme for... uh, for Uh, Yeah, that's become my wheelhouse. So Mean Bean Machine, so Robotnik goes in and invades uh, bean land and uh, basically just turns all of the bean-like creatures into robots. Um, So when you're playing the game, you're actually trying to free the bean creatures from their dungeon prisons within the machine, which is horrifying. Um, But but I I take a look at this technology, and and obviously this is is a horrifying... uh, use of, of, of terrifying technology. But I think there's some really good nuggets to pull here. Uh, first and foremost, I want to talk about possible uses for, for our machine. If we could figure out a way to reverse engineer this process, instead of turning beans into, into metal, what if we turn metal back into beans? Beans are a great source of protein. Um, very, very uh, significantly less expensive and more environmentally mentally friendly to produce uh, versus livestock. Uh, beans only really take water and time. So why not skip both of those steps and boom, instantly mass produce life-saving beans. We would cure, we would solve the, <laughs> the global hunger crisis. It's perfect. All we need to really do is just, you know, pop into your local junkyard and bam, You've got a bean smorgasbord. Get out of here. <laughs> the way that you paused when you said when you said we turn metal into beans <laughs> is the douchiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, that I think I sound like a uh, a local access like insurance <laughs> ad at three in the morning. That or the dog on the bushes baked bean commercials. We could just turn it back into beans. <laughs> I feel like you were waiting for a Dora the Explorer type moment where the audience yells what you were thinking, but no one knew what you were thinking. <laughs> this would have played so much better on Shark Tank. Guys, back on track. Back on track. Okay, tell okay. us, tell us right. more. Do you have more I, oh, uses oh, baby. For, the, for the mean bean machine? I got, I got beans on beans on beans back here. All right. So... Okay, so maybe we can't reverse engineer it. That's fine. What if we could take that technology and instead of target, uh, instead of making it like a wholesale product, we could target individual parts of the body or limbs. Um, so imagine you're Mr. Beanman and uh, you're you're being taken to uh, the titular Bean 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 machine. Um, what if like you you know you you had a, a bum a bum leg uh, or bad hip? We could target the Mean Bean machine to hit only certain parts and and basically just give you a prosthetic limb. So like boom, uh no more no more bum leg, you've got a prosthetic leg, motherfucker. That's awesome. You've got a robotic leg and you're still a, a walking talking beanman. How about that? It's pretty cool, yeah. Um third, if if we if we can't figure out how to to rework this technology, we just say fuck it, embrace the design flaw and sell it to Whole Foods as a way to sort their inventory of dried beans. 
I'm done. Uh, all right, and <laughs> and I have to ask you, and I have to ask you this um, question. To to be fair, um, how do you propose we overcome the Mean Bean Machine's uh, weakness to hedgehogs? Um, we don't, because the Mean Bean Machine's weakness is actually uh, rogue beanmen. So if you uh, if you go to the 1994 instruction manual, um, it specifies that Sonic is not involved in uh, in the rescue of the bean people. So I think we're I think we're scot free on on hedgehogs. All right, don't have to worry about hedgehogs for the mean bean machine. Putting that in the pro column. Cool. Um, all right, and I want to hear now from Todd the Mound Thomas. Uh, tell me about Metal Sonic. No matter how many times you say it or how quickly you string it together, it doesn't make it sound better or more natural. Um, It'll eventually become canon. Oh God. So when we talk about Robotnik's inventions, the the core of all of them is to beat Sonic. Like that's always been like the the beginning, middle and end of it. And so Dr. Robotnik came up with Metal Sonic who was created to be a star antagonist and complete foil to Sonic. Uh in fact being listed as Robotnik's deadliest creation. Um that phrase is canon. It is in the the Sonic, you know, universe as this was the the end all be all for Sonic. And so, you know, I think one of the coolest things about Metal Sonic being awesome is so that he, his creation, his, his original plot was to go back in time to change the course of history so that Robotnik would be in more control. And, and what I think so cool about that is one of the premier stories of Marvel's most horrifying creation, Ultron, was the original story of Age of Ultron. Metal Sonic did that story 20 years earlier, motherfucker. He was already going back in time to change the course of history. He also kidnapped Amy Rose, but, like, that doesn't matter. Um, I think... I, I don't want to stand here and pontificate on how my creation can change the course of society by adding bean prosthetics to things, because that's some, like, fake bullshit. I'm here to talk about the complexity that is Metal Sonic. So created as Dr. Robotnik's ultimate creation, Metal Sonic exists in some moral shades of gray in the sense that unlike other Robotnik badniks, um, Metal Sonic was initially created to do one thing, and that was, you know, complicate things and destroy Sonic. In the end of it, though, uh, Sonic has, or Metal Sonic has been on the side of Sonic and friends, he has been part of the the anti-heroes of of um, Shadow, uh, and you know he's also been part of uh, the he's been part of the really premier kart racing games that that Sonic has put out. I don't think any of your inventions have other ever been part of the kart racing games. Um, furthermore. Sonic or Metal Sonic has not just created, not just been the Metal Sonic. He's received upgrades um, vis-a-vis a cool circular gold ring on his chest. I don't see that on any of your things. I don't see that. He's also gotten like pointier hands, and that's pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure at one point in time he might have even had a. Uh, one of the emeralds in his chest. I don't know if that's canon or not, but I'm here to say it easily could be because like the chest design is made to do that. So I could talk about the hypothetical benefits of creating a fully uh, a learning, growing, um, weaponized hedgehog that is Metal Sonic, but I feel like then we start getting into the iRobot 
um, kind of weird morality, and I'm not about that. I'm Inevitable just here to robot s- uprising. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Led by Metal Sonic as the ultimate creation. Um, but my argument is that he is the one of the longest running bad guys created in the Sonic universe that Doctor Robotnik created, and. He's had, like, some mixed success. I mean, if the goal is to beat Sonic, there's been multiple times where he's been not something that has beaten Sonic, but a massive setback, which, like, in the list of Robotnik creations, that's kind of high marks. So I just want to clarify here. The reasons you would invest your money in the creation of a Metal Sonic yes. are that Let's it can him. drive a go-kart, Yep. it has a ring in its <laughs> chest, Yep. And it's been a bad guy for a long Done. time. Done. You got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I would have added. I would have added like point three A would have been like a bad guy that managed to go back in time. But like you hit the three biggest arguments here. So Todd's argument is that Metal Sonic is basically Flavor Flav, more or less. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I would. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor flame. <laughs> that well, that's, that's fucking let's awesome. Not, let's not spoil the next podcast. <laughs> can I tell? Can I start telling you guys how wrong you are now? Because I want to do that right now. Please. Let me let me set it up, and I'll kick it over to you. So we we've heard why you why you guys think you're right. Um, I want to hear from you now why you think you're wrong. Why you think everyone else is wrong? And and Todd really wants to kick things off. So Todd. The very first thing I have to say is, so I guess we'll we'll say one thing. The entire time you were talking, Matt, all I was doing was Googling pictures of this drill machine. Because I was like, yeah, I remember this drill machine. Holy shit, it came back. Holy shit, it came back again. Oh my god, a third time? Matt, you're just talking like the first first level boss on all the games after too, right? Yep. Okay. The the one the first time you hear the dun 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 dun. Anyway, my biggest thing is when you were talking utility of oh, it could be used to to drill holes. It can be this great thing. I'm I'm with you. I get it. I think that's you, even though what you're talking about is basically the mole man's like creation from the end of Incredibles. You're goddamn it. right it is. My problem is when you said if it gets into trouble, it can be rescued by the helicopter. I have a logistical issue with a drill machine burrowing down into the complex burrows of the underworld and then saying, uh-oh, we're stuck. We need to send a helicopter. Yeah, how does a helicopter this, get down there? Into this complex burrows and catacombs. Okay, so drones, first off. Bullet point one, drones. Second off. Fuck you for deleting my argument off the page. <laughs> you know the helicopter game. You know there is a whole game that exists about nothing other than flying a helicopter in a tunnel. It's real. That's a game. I do want to point out, flying that helicopter through a tunnel is a lot harder than it would seem to be at first concept. So I'm I'm gonna st- I'm gonna say Todd still has a good point here. It would be very hard to get a helicopter to a drill in a tunnel. Why, why are you selling crisis management as one of the key features of the pro, of the product? Because what the crisis management of yours <laughs> is that, oh shit, we can't make it make beans, so let's just use it to <laughs> sort beans. Like there's, I want to talk um, about how Andrew's really wrong too, because <laughs> the thing... So first off, I, I want to just, to critique the game, you said the thing that didn't... It wasn't Sonic that rescued the beans. It was another yeah. bean that rescued yeah. the beans. His name is Has Bean, and Shut up. Uh, he is a rogue <laughs> bean. Shut up. 
You look it up, bitch. It's there. I won't search for that. I'm too busy looking at rule 34 of this drill monster right now. So I can't I can't look at your your bean thing. I, so I have a, my, I have a, no no, me first. I have a drill yeah, question. Matt, can you please Matt, can drill you s- me? Oh, nice. Well done. Oh, well man. Done. Thanks. We'll be Thank here you. all night. You lose three points for for that. You know what? It's <laughs> worth it. I'll lose those three points. I'll lose those three points ten times out of ten. Um, Matt, can you cite for me one time where that drill is actually underground? Because every time, I honest <laughs> to God, I just remember it being on the grass. And he's just you know drilling what? through air. I, I can. And it is in the same game in Sonic okay. the Hedgehog number two, level number six, when it returns as Drill Eggman 2 after it has been reconfigured to fly and can actually dig into the ground. And in the comic books, the uh, egg drill, drill egg, drill tank, uh, drills up out of the ground in number 84 of the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. And He's pulling numbers out of your pi- ass. <laughs> no, look it up. Look it up right now. I'm Did right, you- and I know it. Are we, are we under agreement that Archie comics are, are canon? Because if that's the case, then I mean, we just blew this case wide open. I'm yeah. here to trust. I trust what Matt's saying because it sounds confident. But I also want you to know that you could just be saying numbers. And like us three and anyone who listens to it is going to be like, yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. I want it known as moderator. I will accept confidently sounded um, <laughs> episode numbers and issue numbers as um actual evidence so holds up i would also like to say that in the pilot episode of the sonic tv show the egomatic tunnelizer and town terrorizer emerges almost immediately as the episode begins out of the ground and then chases sonic back into the ground where it is eventually done in because tails pulls robotnik off of the drill but that is neither here nor there (laughs) that's where the helicopter comes in I want to point out, um, Matt. Matt took your rebuttals and shot to the top with them. So I hate how much research you did on this. <laughs> so you guys better come back hard. If there's one thing I took away from what Matt just said, it was that Robotnik showed up and Tails saved the day, which is hard for me to believe. But like again, he said it so goddamn confidently that I'm like, yeah, that must have that must have. Okay, so can I back to Andrew and this mean bean machine, this yeah, abomination yes, that spits in the eye of God. So <laughs> uh, my biggest thing is your argument is like one that it's kind of effective what was happening with this horrible well, effective. This horrible um genocidal monstrosity of a creation was kind of effective, which is kind of concerning. But more so your like rose tinted glasses uh, approach to here's how we could use it for humanitarian efforts the concept of taking this weaponized horrible thing to create bean people prosthetics is like taking a gun and saying it shoots neosporin so it'll just like directly how do you think penicillin apply- was invented todd how do you think penicillin was created it doesn't they don't fire penicillin out of a gun but how do you think it was created is because they tried to make the atom bomb but mistakenly made penicillin. What does penicillin have to do with beans? I'm just saying, if you're going to argue that I want to try to reverse engineer something, that's how some of the world's greatest inventions have happened, because they tried to reverse engineer something horrifying. Are you trying to say 
Cynthia C. Kelly, the father of the atomic bomb, is Dr. <laughs> Robotnik. Is that what you're saying? Are you trying to are you trying to Manhattan Project this situation to somehow? You know, I'm going to hop in here and I would like to point out that, yes, a lot of things have been invented by people reverse engineering things. But what they were reverse engineering was good and useful and had utility, none of which the mean bean machine does. It turns beans into robots. That's that's there's no utility there. What do you well, need I mean, that for? There is utility. It's it just depends on what you do with the robots. They don't have to be evil robots. Well, I'm going to guess the bean <laughs> society seems like a pretty like pretty nice and kind society. If there's anyone who's been yeah, maimed sure, or missing, society. huh? It's a bean society, obviously. <laughs> well, okay, so so thank you for playing into this. If there is a maimed amputee of bean society, how do you think they got maimed? Probably from the bean machine. They probably don't want to stick that, that missing arm area back into it to be like, yeah, this will be great. Why don't you take my metalized former arm and turn it back into a current arm? That sounds great. Thanks. I think you're making some wild accusations, speculations here, my friend. To be fair, you made some wild speculations as to what the, your bean machine can do. So I think wild accusations are only in Here order. Here was a situation, and it's terrible, but what if? And then you ran. Which is basically every Kickstarter video ever. <laughs> we here living in San Francisco know the mean bean yeah. machine's bad, but what if? But, but what if you didn't have to walk across poop every day on the way to work? What if? Okay. There's one other point I'd like to make. So we got we got three inventions here. We've got the drill tank, which is ultimately foiled by Sonic, destroyed uh, at every at every turn. We've got Metal Sonic, who's you know functioning but but uh, foiled by Sonic at every turn. The Mean Bean Machine worked. <laughs> it might be horrifying, but it worked. It worked exactly as intended. Does it still like? Does it still exist? Metal Sonic still exists. And you know what? I'm going to even bet I'm going to even bet some hard money. We haven't seen the last of the drill machine cuz I bet it showed up in the most recent Sonic game. You know, okay, wait, hold on a second. All right, Andrew, I'll I'll play your game. I'll follow you here. So the Mean Bean Machine, not defeated by Sonic, but it was defeated by what was his name? Was it Hasbean? Was that uh, it? Yes. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. Fuck so, me. That's so, it. <laughs> so the Mean Bean Machine was defeated by a bean, correct? Yeah, a rogue yeah, bean. So, yeah, so so it was defeated by its own fuel. So, like, if I put gas in my car and it exploded and quit working, that's what happened to you, right? If the gas became sentient and found the one design flaw, then yes, you would be correct. I don't, I don't know if in this world where you're turning bean people into bean robots, I don't know if one bean became sentient. I think it's just any other bean. Any bean could have been has been, but has been was the bean. So here's actually something interesting. One of the one of the the pieces of evidence that I found. So uh, before we get into this, does your evidence have confidently stated episode numbers or issue or issue numbers? Because if not, because if not, they will be dismissed. It's page thirteen of the official Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine uh, instruction manual. Proceed. So, so under the under the character of has been. And I, and I quote, the character has been was a citizen of Beanville who was turned into a robot. Um, the instruction manual goes on. He was, quote, one of the jollier beans in the village, unquote. But even as a robot, he, quote, prefers to clown around on the sidelines 
and hasn't forgotten his humble past, end quote. Now, now what I derive from that is Hasbeen has retained all of his memories and all of his experiences as a beanman. So this is really just a surface-level transformation, which backs up my original theory that we could uh, engineer this into, into mass-produce uh, prosthetic limbs and cybernetic uh, enhancements for the bean population. That doesn't back up anything. It, it, is, it is a clinical trial that, that proves that the mean <laughs> bean machine does not alter memory or uh, cognition in any way. I die a little bit inside every time you say has been and then go on to tell me about this goddamn bean person. I die. My soul is locked away in these moments and I'm never getting it back. So, you know what? We've shit on a lot of people today, but we haven't shit on Todd enough yet. So why don't, why don't we shit on Todd some? Let that alone be a statement of how good Metal Sonic is. No, okay, so, you know what, I'm gonna give it to you that as far as, like, scary bosses in the Sonic games go, Metal Sonic probably has it on lock. He does tend to be the hardest one to beat. But, like, what about that makes him something you want to invest in? Why do you want to invest in a weapon of mass destruction? Why is your interest in the most deadly boss? I don't, I don't... See, why do why do you want to invest in something that exists in moral shades of gray? Weapons I don't feel should exist in moral shades yeah, of gray. Your argument is just like, oh, he's a bad dude. Yeah. I, well, I do have to I do have to ask, as the potential investor in this scenario, Todd, um what what can you tell me to ensure me that I won't give you thousands of dollars and you'll build Metal Sonic and he'll just destroy my entire corporation. You know, I, I think so a couple things. So one, um, the potential with every Kickstarter, there may be some some setbacks that you just can't account for. So, you know, that's the risk of investment, baby. You just got to get in on that. Um, two, if we're talking about about investing into weaponized terrible things, we just spent like 10 minutes debating the mean bean machine and the the opportunity that exists there. If we could you know, not have Metal Sonic be like a rampaging kill monster that can go back in time and try and, you know, change, alter the course of history. That's a big deal. I like to think. What could I do with a Metal Sonic? I want you to sell me Metal Sonic the product. I'm going to say think on a bigger scale because you're looking too small. Todd is the Mark Cuban of robot uprisings. <laughs> what what I'm going to tell you right now is to think big. And in big, I'm talking Pacific Rim 3, gotta go fast against the kaiju. It's Metal Sonic. He is defending the world from all places, all continents. And I'm just going to say that is a big deal because we can all get behind that. So he's Ultron. But he's like good Ultron, you yeah, know the one. No, with he the makes like, some good Ultron. He's, he's totally he's a like bad guy. He's like shitty Terminator. He's like he's like okay, well, so maybe like it's fine. Um, Ultron was the good Ultron until Ultron decided to be a dick, and I don't see what what's gonna stop Metal Sonic from stopping to be a dick. Yeah, Metal Sonic is just Sonic the Terminator. Like if if Metal <laughs> Sonic is Ultron, if Metal Sonic is CD is just Terminator Two. Okay, no one, no one played Sonic CD, so it's impossible to know that. But the only, <laughs> if we're gonna like compare, the number one so selling title in the line. Yeah. How do you mean no, nobody was, played Sonic a fantastic CD? Game. Um, if we're gonna compare Metal Sonic to Ultron, I'm trying to sell you on the James Spader Ultron. Like that's what I'm. I'm selling you on James. I don't want to buy James Sonic. Spader anything. 
Well, you do. Todd, Todd you... I sat through three hours of a movie telling me why the James Spader Ultron is a bad idea. No, it, but it it was fine. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was without... I mean... Don Cheadle's paralyzed now. It was the farthest thing from fine. Okay, well, that wasn't on him. That was that was different. I mean, at, at the end of the day, Metal Sonic is just iterative design. It it's, doesn't bring anything new to the table. Um, you're just you're just it's just a me too take on original Sonic. Um, the 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 overall intent behind Metal Sonic is just iterating on Terminator Two. Uh, you said he was the first one to, to time travel. No. Uh, Martin McFly was the first one to time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. So it's just it's just completely iterative design. It's just it's a me too dummy product that is just gonna be another clone of another metal sonic. And you proved yourself that like it can't ever get any better because the only upgrades it got was a shinier chest and pointier hands. But so, like, like they're but like the point the hands can always get pointier. Let's not limit ourselves on the pointiness <laughs> of the hands because I think you're really missing the forest for the leaves on this one. Um, and the the other thing, you know, I I'm just gonna say the Metal Sonic got his own Crush Forty song. So, did any of your inventions get their own Crush 40 song? No, he makes a good point. I don't know. I got to look now. Well, well damn. <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue with that. You got, you got me there. Yeah. So, so there you go. Um, I, there's a lot of things to say. And I think if you're, if you're limiting yourself about the worry of Metal Sonic uprising and destroying humanity, then, like, you're just, you're, you're a wuss. And you're afraid of change in the future. And there I said it. All right. Well, I think I think we've all said what we've needed to say in rebuttal to everyone. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go on to our closing statements, and um, in this in this weird issue of of debate, this um, I as part of your closing statements, I want from you how much money you want me to invest, and how what percentage of the company you will give me for my investment. Um, and we're going to start it back off with, um, Matt. Okay. So what, what were the questions again? I was looking at crush 40 songs. So I want, I want any closing statements you want to make, but as part of that, I want what percentage of the company you're offering me and for how much money. All right. So listen here, bitches. Um, the drill tank, obviously the most useful. Like if this isn't clear to you that you have an actual vehicle that can do actual tangible things in the actual real world against an angry robot and a bean machine. Like, I don't even know how we're in the same conversation right now because mine can do shit and yours can't. It just can't. You can either reverse engineer it and if that doesn't work, you're sorting beans at Whole Foods for just over minimum wage because I hear the vegans pay well. Or you've got a really angry robot that you wake up every morning and you hope doesn't decide to kill you. Those are your two options. And then you have me. You have a terrific dune buggy with a really baller drill on the front of it with actual utility that can do actual things. It's going to be a multi-million dollar idea, but Kyle, I want you to do well in this deal. I care about you as an investor. So I want $500,000 for 15% of the company. All right, Andrew. Hey, Kyle. Um, we've we've talked a lot today. We've said a lot of things. Really, really want to focus your attention on is two two points. One, you're a humanitarian. You like to help people. 
Um, like you, you like to, you know, scratch that itch, so to speak. Um, I really feel like this is the product for you as a means to end world hunger. Take that junk metal you've got lying around, go to your, lo go to your local junkyard, throw it in a pile, throw it in your, in your weird bean dungeon, and pow, you got food. It's as easy as that. Now, there's a lot of other applications for this technology, and, and I, will, I will let you be as, uh, as uh, good or nefarious as you want with it. So here's what I'm going to offer you. I want one million up front, and then I will give you sole proprietorship so that whatever you decide to do with it, it's not linked to me, and I'm out, I'm out of the clear. And that's my offer. All right. Todd, the mound, if you will. <laughs> so here's what I've got to say to kind of set the stage for what you're going to invest into. Metal Sonic has been proven time and time again to be arguably the most effective creation that we've had here today. Not only are you getting a metal, mind you, metal, that's big, the, that, that's a big deal right now. Not only are you getting a metal hedgehog that improves, gets pointier hands, better paint jobs, you're getting a complex character that has uh, some amount of awareness of what's going on. Um, it's the inspiration of the Crush 40 song, What I'm Made Of. That was your answer there, Matt. Um, Metal Sonic represents the future, and I think that scares some people. I don't want it to scare you, Kyle, because I think that what I've got for you is an investment. An investment that you don't need to be afraid of because you don't need to limit your dreams and the possibilities before us. Picture this. When the world goes to shit in the next two to six years and the alien overlords return to, to dominate our planet, you're going to need large metal hedgehogs to defend Earth. And that's why I've got the pitch for you. So I'm here asking for no less, I'll, I'll offer no, no more than 20 to 25% um, at a, at a buy-in of, um, we're going to say $20 billion um, on this, because... I ran some quick math via Google, and the cost of building a Sonic Jaeger um, per <laughs> Pacific Rim would cost approximately $100 billion. So for the simple buy-in of $20 billion, you can own 20% of a Metal Sonic Jaeger. And, and that's what I've got for you. And if you want it to robotically say, I've got to go fast, we can do that. Um, we can straight up NASCAR this shit. I'll get in with... Uh, um, I'm going to guess Uber and Lyft are going to want to get in on this. And so we can just put decals all over this motherfucker. And so for $20 billion, that's what it'll cost to save the world. And wouldn't you want to save the world with an autonomous metal hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to, I took some notes here I'm going to, I'm going to deliberate here, weigh my options. Um, but while I do that, I want each of you to say one good thing about the other person's invention. Um, and, and I want you to do it for both of the other, um, the other contestants today. I don't want you to, to cop out and not think of something nice to say about Metal Sonic. You have to do it. So <laughs> dig, dig deep. Um, Matt. Let's hear from you first. Man, I'm I'm not going to lie. Metal Sonic's not the challenge. Like, 
Metal Sonic is cool. I gotta give it to you. He's always a hard boss to beat. He is effectively Sonic, but metal. Who knows where that idea came from? Like, he's, it's a good boss. I don't think that it's worth investing my money into, but you know what? Whatever. It would be cool if it was real. The mean bean machine I'm struggling with. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't know what's good about that. Um other than like I I guess it could sort beans and they are the magical fruit. Yeah. And hey, let me let me put it this way, guys. Real talk. Real talk for a second. How baller would it be to play Puyo Puyo Pop as a means to for buying your dried goods at Whole Foods? Like how down would you be to just play Puyo Puyo Pop? For free at the grocery store. Do I have to time. do that now every time I get beans? I yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna. <laughs> I mean, the novelty is gonna right wear now off. I can quick. walk up to a shelf and have beans in my cart. I mean, you could, but like, what a what a what a what a lazy way out. Do I get a discount every time I get a full chain? Because if I no, get a discount, Whole Foods. Oh fuck no, you! No, if you get a if you get a full chain, you actually just dump bad beans on the customer next to you, and <laughs> so they have a harder time buying beans now. That's uh, all right. Fine, I'll say something nice. That was a creative idea. Good for you. You you picked one that I wouldn't have expected anybody else to pick. Good on you. Thanks, bud. All right, Andrew. Let's let's hear you say some nice things about about Todd yeah. and Matt. Yeah. Um, the mound. Let's talk Metal Sonic. Um, yeah, Metal Sonic's awesome. Um, good boss fight. I love Sonic CD. You gotta play that game. It's very good. I think I might have. It was so long ago. Um, that yeah, that's a re- really difficult fight. Um, but when he when he has that ring on his chest, oh boy, watch out. Um, yeah, I mean Matt Drill Tank. Drill Tank is OG. That's like when I think Robotnik, I think the Drill Tank boss that you just hop on and he kind of goes. Um, I forgot about the one level that was underground, uh, but now, but but you sparked my memory. That that one is is pretty legit as well. So, um, you know, we we've, we've seen it in action. Definitely has proof that that the the machine works and that it does what it's supposed to do. So, yeah, good on you guys. All right, Todd. So, um, had I not chosen Metal Sonic, the Mean Bean Machine was definitely the second choice. Um, a not so distant third was the metal snake monster from Sonic Spinball. That there's no way I wasn't going to get through this podcast without referencing that monstrosity a, of a that's creation. That's a deep cut. That yeah, is more than that because I don't remember that. Oh my god, it was the worst and the, the noise it made. But I'm not here to compliment that. The Mean Bean Machine. I owned that game on Game Gear. Um, I played the shit out of that before I realized it was that Puyo Puyo game. Um, I really really enjoyed that and like that was like that was a good game. And as soon as you, you know, ended up with it and started talking about the humanitarian efforts of it, <laughs> I knew it was going to be a good conversation. Um, and that's that's pretty cool because I would have taken it that same direction. Um, as far as uh, the mobile, uh, what was it called? The Egg Mobile D. Like, seriously, as soon as you said that, I'm like, I need to know. And I'm like, holy shit, this is all over the place. To me, when I think of, like, original teaching the the mechanics of how Sonic fights in a 2D scroller, it's Egg Mobile D. Like, that is it. The drill thing comes out, and you're like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Well, I can't jump on the drill, can I? What else can I jump? Holy shit, I jump on it. I jump on the vulnerable things. That's great. Um, so, And then when you said that it fires off the drill, I lost my shit, because I'm like, it does. It, it, it was like the creator that was like, we have a drill thing. How can we make it kind of better? What if we shoot the drill? But then what? He'll get a new drill and he'll shoot it too. Um, and so for me, that yeah, the drill tank is is OG Sonic bad guys. 
uh, you know, Eggman creation. So I'm I'm all on board for that. How does the drill keep spinning after it's been shot? Uh, how does the question. mean bean machine turn beans into metal? That's what we want to get hung up on? Uh, the mechanics of a spinning drill, that's where we're at? Uh, dark matter, obviously. Oh, d- duh. The Whole Foods hippie magic. That's how. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. Talk about nefarious technology. Well, gentlemen, um, we I've I've reached a decision. I've crunched all the numbers, weighed all my options. So looking looking at everything, uh, the first first decision I made is Todd. Unfortunately, I will not be investing in Metal Sonic. You're a fool. Mark Cuban and I are going to build Metal Sonic Jaegers, and then we'll see who's laughing. So that just leaves Matt and Andrew. Matt and Andrew, you both brought good inventions to the table today, and I um, I really liked what you had to say, and I do think I could I could stand to to uh, to make a good investment in both of you, but that's not what we're playing today, and I have to make a decision on one of you. Um, that said, I I am an idealist. I'm a dreamer. And um, I think I think that means I have to invest in the Mean Bean Machine. God damn it! Yeah! And and, um, and and just find out all the possible applications for this crazy, wacky invention that I can. So congratulations, Andrew! You are the winner of this week's episode of Debate This. What do you have to say? We're gonna change the world together, Kyle. Um, as soon as as soon as I cash this check and never see you again. Matt, do you want to put a big-ass drill on the front of my Metal Sonic Jaeger? It'll cover up his stupid yellow circle chest thing. You are goddamn right I want to put a giant drill on the front of Oh, my God. And if he gets in trouble, we'll just get an even bigger helicopter. And he'll carry him away. It'll be great. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, that has been Debate This, um, the the only show where no one may be right, but everyone is wrong. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll, we'll see you next time.